Blog Talk Radio. Hello and good Monday morning. This is Nick Augustine and I'm your host on this episode of Law Talk Radio, produced by Lone Star Content Marketing in Denton, Texas. Brought to you in part by Members' Choice Federal Credit Union here in Denton, Texas on Unicorn Lake Boulevard. You may be eligible to join Members' Choice if you live, work, worship, or attend school in Denton or Argyle. I join Members' Choice because they are locally owned and operated and offer a level of personal service other cannot otherwise. I do not find, and I'll give a real example. Um, you know, I, I've been talking about the people at Members' Choice. I was at a networking event uh, at the Denton Chamber uh, this past week and um, was telling someone about whenever I go through the drive-thru, the, the people always know who I am, and we thought they must be like Disney World where they have cameras and spies on us all and see, like, Whose red Silverado is that? Like, oh yeah, that's Mr. Augustine, and, and the you know the girl behind the window who I've never met before seems to know who I am without fail. Um, anyway, so I was telling that story, and then I ran into the the loan officer uh, Pam. Uh, she showed up, and I said, hey, we were just talking about y'all, so it was uh, kind of a fun little thing. But again, it's kind of one of those community spirit, you know, small town atmosphere. A good thing that uh, anyone who's at the big bank and goes in and, uh, you know, they're just basically people operating computer systems at that point. Um, if you're fed up with that, go tell the people that Nick said uh, to go say hello at Members' Choice Federal Credit Union. All right, we want to remind our uh, listeners out there to, you know, go ahead and share episodes uh, of our of our program here in social media pages. When you see something you'd like to share and think that other people might find uh, valuable, Again, Jim and I put these together and uh, spend our time to sort of pay it forward and help the other people who've uh, been so helpful to us in the past as well. Uh, of course, you can find all of the content available on our, our website located at www.lonestarcontentmarketing.com uh, where there's a link, podcast link. You can also find all our shows on our Law Talk Radio Facebook page. Additionally, for more Law Talk Radio episodes besides marketing, substantive, uh, you know, different practice areas. Uh, let us know, uh, be in touch, because we'll be doing, we're kicking off a new series doing more of those. Today's show is actually episode number 30 of the series uh, with me and Jim Thompson called Building Your Law Practice. And today we are talking all about learning the top mistakes that lawyers make in marketing their practices. Of course, you know that law firm marketing is not frequently taught in law school, but how not to directly solicit a client sure is. Things are, you know, changing in some of the, you know, programs in law schools are now teaching more in the way of practice management. But again, for most of us without the background, if we don't have a background in marketing and business uh, development, it's too easy to just hop on that bandwagon with everybody else. You know, everyone say, hey, what are you doing for your marketing? Oh, what are you doing? And everybody knows what they should do, but... You know, no one really talks about what doesn't work and what they shouldn't do. So that's our, our topic for today. Um, and, of course, in the background, what we're always trying to focus on uh, bringing in is more referrals because the referrals from people who know, like, and trust us is the lifeblood of, of a business, especially for a lawyer. Uh, Jim Thompson has put together a lot of great marketing materials in a book. Um, you know, Jim will, will joke about uh, how infrequently he has original ideas, but is very good at taking the tried and true practices from other industries and applying it to the legal arena. So his book is called Why Attorneys Fail to Get the Referrals They Deserve and Need to Grow Their Practice and What They Can Do About It. 
Uh, Jim, again, is a retired lawyer well-known for uh, helping attorneys get on track to earning more clients through a lot of simple and cost-effective activities. Uh, Jim will tell us about how he can get a copy of his book today. Um, you can email him and request that. Again, my name is Nick Augustine from Lone Star Content Marketing in Denton, and we have lawyers really tell the stories about what they do, what happens in their practice areas, what types of things make better informed clients, um, and you know, sharing a little bit of uh, what goes on because the more we, I mean, that's what really marketing is telling people what you do, making it interesting. So that's how we'd come in. We uh, write all their blog content, manage their social media, and we produce their internet radio podcast and are now doing Google uh, Google Hangouts as well where we extract the, the audio and uh, upload that into our podcast. So as uh, more technology is out there, we're doing more and more. Um, so that's an exciting thing. Uh, as a way of a disclaimer, it's for all of our shows, a just general disclaimer that the, this is a general information program and any advice shared in the show does not constitute legal advice, uh, communication with any attorneys, uh, does not give rise to attorney-client relationship, and if you have any questions, you should always consult with an attorney in your area. All rights to this broadcast are reserved. Um, Jim, how are you doing this uh, Monday morning? Noon. Nick, I'm doing Monday absolutely evening. absolutely wonderful. A uh, beautiful day here. I uh, should be outside doing this program, but I plan to plan to get outside as soon as we're done. So we don't have. Well, there you go. Days. It's so it's 80 it's, degrees it's, here in North Texas, and I am my my voice. It sounds like <laughs> like I'm having a. It's the allergies. Our fall allergies when the temperature. I mean, this is a drop for us. When the temperature drops, the allergies kick in, and we all sound like we have a frog in our throat, but. So I'm glad you're going to do a little more talking. So let's kick it off, Jim, and let's talk about some mistakes lawyers make. You know, and we will get right into that, but you and I get going and we talk, and then sometimes we run out of time. So I want to, <laughs> I want to, give, the, I want to give the email where they can uh, send me an email and, and get a uh, free copy of the book. It's jet, J-E-T, at lawyersmarketingresource.com. Uh, send me an email. I will be glad to send you the um, the ebook. Uh, and that that's uh, hopefully that 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 will put people on the right track to getting more and, and better referrals. But let's kind of go to the topic we're gonna we're gonna kind of go with today. And and these are gonna be suggestions, things I've seen um, that uh, and and come and talking to other lawyers and other the marketing gurus when they talk to law firms and some of the things that they see that that lawyers aren't doing and and one of the things that's kind of interesting you just kind of touched on a little bit is lawyers uh, going and, and copying what other lawyers are doing um, we're doing a little uh, thing with with websites here in Chicago and I, I spent oh probably two hours yesterday. Uh, looking at different websites of lawyers and, and different practice areas, and it is amazing how they're 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 so similar. They they just almost, you know, they all have the pictures of the Chicago skyline. They all have the the pictures of the uh, of a jury box, a, a, a you know, a, a gable, things of this nature. And and so my my first thought my first thought is. Why? Why are lawyers copying this? Why? Why don't they differentiate themselves? And of course, the first thing is, it's easy. The second thing is, um, fine law and some of these other folks that are doing websites, um, obviously they're stock websites and they're going in and putting up what um, they think will will work. But here's the here's the interesting thing. I'm a lawyer looking to do a website, or or any kind of marketing. Do I really want to copy what what another lawyer is doing? 
now, the, the reason I say that is, first of all, it doesn't differentiate. But the other thing is, is what that other lawyer is doing really working? And if a lawyer has a, a website and he's got such and such and such and such on there, and they go, well, that looks pretty good. I'm going to put that on my website too. Is that really working for that lawyer? And, you know, you don't know. I mean, because obviously you can't call up John Smith, the lawyer, and say, hey, so how's your website looking for you? You know, are you getting a lot of clients calling, blah, 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 blah. So, you know, be original. You know, think outside the box when you're, when you're, when you're doing that. And, um, again, there's a lot of ways to do it. Uh, people shoot me emails. I talk to people all the time. And they have questions. You know, if, if you have a question, you know, shoot me an email. I'll be glad to, to, to see um, what we can do to help you. Here's something that, that we're, we're, we're getting into um, 2015, which is amazing. When you said this is our 30th program, and all of a sudden I'm going, you know what? 2014's gone, and one of the things I've started started talking to or started talking to attorneys about is is what is their marketing plan going into 2015? And then I'll kind of go, well, let me ask you a question. What was your marketing plan for 2014? And you know, you get that blank stare when you're talking to somebody, uh, and you know right away they've never had a marketing plan. Uh, they, they, they think, and here's the problem with a marketing plan. When somebody talks about having a marketing plan, you get this vision of, well, I gotta, I gotta sit down and, and write up this 20-page document and blah, 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 and I don't have the time to do that, and so therefore I never do it. And, and I'm not talking about, you know, the, the long, you know. The big firms may have big marketing plans. You know, they get people to draw them up into business plans and marketing plans. But, you know, for the solos and the small firms, listen, you guys don't have the time to do that, and you don't want to do that, but you do need to have a plan. And and, and, and probably, um, and I want you to understand that a marketing plan is not set in stone. It's a work in progress. You need to come up with, 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 first of all, what are you going to do for next year as far as a budget? How much are you going to spend, say, each month on marketing? Are you going to spend $500 one month and $3,000 next month and zero the next month? Or are you going to have a consistent budget that you're going to figure out what is working for? We're going to talk about that in just a minute. When you figure out what is, is, is you, what it is you're going to, to concentrate on, you know, how much are you going to spend each month? Is it going to be 5% of your gross, 10% of your gross, you know, 15% of your gross? And again, are you going to spend a lot this month and not much next month and a lot the following month? And of course, if you start doing stuff like that, you're going to have ups and downs and ups and downs. One of the, one of the biggest problems um, I see with lawyers that I talk to is that they, they'll get on a program that I'll have and they'll say, Jim, that's great. That's working really. I've got all kinds of clients coming in this month and I just don't have time to, to do my marketing that we talked about. I'll go, well, you know, guess what's going to happen next month? Well, no, I can't worry about that right now because I got all these clients and, you know, I got to bill them and I got to get money in and I got to get money in and that's fine. But guess what? Next month, there's no money coming in. There's no new clients coming in. Why? Because you didn't spend any time doing marketing. And Here's another, I know Jim, lot of, another, yeah. just real quick, another thing in there, and people are assuming that the part is that because people are not seeing the marketing during that off month. Not only that, the 
the internet search engine robots are seeing an inconsistency in posting and you're less popular to them because you're not reliable and the algorithms do know that go ahead yeah yeah and then and, and that's a whole other top topic but the whole key that i'm trying to say is you know plan do something sit down you know right now don't wait until january 1st and say oh by the way i heard that guy on the radio say i needed to have some kind of marketing plan for for 2015 and let me see what i can come up with while i'm watching a football game on january 1st start thinking about it now and we're going to talk about a couple other things that will help you help you getting to that point but you know 2015 is here and when i sit and talk to lawyers Again, it's, well, what did you do in 2014? Did you have a good year? Did you have a bad year? Could he have done better? And, you know, it's like, well, Jim, you know, I had a couple of good months, and, and then the summer came, and, and you know, things really tanked, and now things are, I have one client that told me um, on Friday, he got six new clients on Friday. I mean, literally. I mean, these weren't just like they fell out of the sky. These were people he was working, you know, trying to get them to become clients. Okay, so now going into, you know, in the next two or three weeks, he's got a lot to do. But he hadn't had much to do the past month and a half. And so what you want to do is try to, to level it out. And we all know it's not always going to happen because in the practice of law, depending on the type of uh, practice you have, we um, it's crisis management for, for, for a lot of us. And so, But you got the best – I guess if you have a plan, at least you got something to fall back on and say, you know what, I didn't do it. One of the things we talk about in one of my programs is plan your day the night before. And I got off a little off track here, but I want to share something with you. If you plan your day the night before, you're sitting down and, you know, you plan what you're going to do. Now, here's what normally happens. At 8 o'clock, you get to the office and one of your best clients calls and says, my kid got arrested last night. You need to come with me. We got a bail and blah, 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 blah. Okay, so you get back to the office at noon and you go, okay, what what, what am I going to do now? Well, if you planned the date the night before, you can sit down and say, okay, I didn't get to do certain things and I can put those off tomorrow, but these are the things I must do. It's the same thing with having a marketing plan because if you get off track, you're not going to get back on track, okay? Um, enough of that. We're, you know, we're, we're going to go through a lot of things today, so I want to kind of go on. Here is one of the key things that that I really, really need to stress, and that is tracking. Where are you spending your money, and what is it doing for you? I've got. I've sat down with attorneys and said, you know, you're spending five thousand dollars a month on yellow pages. And that's what the going rate is in some places up here, if you want a you know, nice, good-sized ad. And uh, when I, I say, well, how's that working for you? Oh, uh, um, uh, you know, that type of thing. Because they don't track it. They don't know. They don't have anybody asking a client when they call, you know, how did you hear about us? It's very simple. How did you hear about us? Well, you know, I, I was on the, on your website and, and your blog said something that was interesting to me or, you know, I picked up the yellow pages and uh, saw your big full page, you know, backside of the telephone book ad or whatever it happens to be. But if you're not tracking where your uh, clients are coming from, then guess what? You're, you're wasting money because you may be spending money 
on, on something that's doing you no good whatsoever. And if that's happening, you need to think about, well, maybe I can move some of the money I'm going to spend in another direction. You know, I'm not telling you which, which areas you need to spend your money in because for me, I don't know any of you, you know, personally, or some of you I've talked to, but, but the bottom line is if you don't don't understand where your dollars are going and what you're doing or what the dollars are doing for you, the old term, return on investment, ROI, if you're not thinking ROI when you spend money, you are probably losing money. So, you know, word of the wise, start tracking what your marketing is doing for you. Um you know, there's there's a, another thing that that really kind of, and we we preach on this all the time, and uh, it's the lack of follow through or lack of follow up. You know, uh, I see attorneys they they spend money on um, on advertising, and of course one of the things that frustrates me every once in a while I just play games with folks and I'll see a TV ad. You know, at, at uh, you know, I'm up at one o'clock in the morning and I see somebody, a couple people come out, so I'll call their office, right? And, you know, okay, I don't expect to have somebody answer the phone at 1 o'clock in the morning, but I do expect a nice, pleasant, outgoing message that says something like, thanks for calling our office. Obviously, you're calling when we're closed. We open at 8 o'clock in the morning. If you have questions, please give us a call then. Okay? And a lot of it's law office, uh, you know, and that type of thing. There's nothing... Uh, on an outgoing voicemail that would make me want to uh, call in the morning. Be friendly, you know. And, and again, we talk about going to, to, to networking events. And we go out to networking events, and guess what happens? We get back with a handful of business cards, maybe four or five, maybe 20, depending on, you know, how many people wanted to lay a business card off on you. And so we sit down and, and we go, okay. What do I do about following up? Oh, it's late. I think, and I, hey, you know, I preach this stuff all the time, and I'm guilty of it too. I get home from a something in, in a, an event or whatever, and um, you know, it's nine o'clock at night, ten o'clock at night. I'm tired, and I go, I'll do it tomorrow. Well, you know, here's the thing: tomorrow never comes. So take that ten minutes, fifteen minutes, and sit down and put it into your CRM. Your you know, and, and make a little note about, you know, the the three or four people you met. And, you know, gee, I met Nick, and he seems like a pretty good guy. Um, he bought me a beer. I owe him a beer the next time I see him. And, hey, you know what, I'm going to give him a call and, and connect with him because what we talked about, although it was brief, uh, I really want to pursue it further. Boom. So now um, – I've, I've got and, and I put in a follow-up date. Obviously, you know, call in the morning, call in a couple of days, or whatever the case may be, and say, "Hey, Nick, you want to go have coffee? Because I, I really enjoyed talking to you last night, and I want to see how we can help each other." There's a key phrase there too. How can we help each other? I'm not asking Nick to help me. It's how can we help each other? Because maybe I can help Nick. Maybe he can't help me. That's fine. We explore that. If we can help each other, that's exactly what we want to do. Um, enough on the on on follow-up or the follow-through. Uh, other than, um, and we're going to talk about this at some future future um, call, is, is having systems in place. And, and having a system 
a whole bunch of different systems you need to have in place to run a law firm. But one of the things that that um, I, I've recently really uh, dialed in on is a couple of follow-up systems that uh, I'm still experimenting with them. But if they pan out to be what I think they're going to be, and so far they have, I'm going to start sharing that with folks because this, these, these, these things have I've been looking for a really good follow-up uh, customer relationship management system, a follow-up system, and I think I found it. But I want to test it out a little bit more. But that's in a future show. And I'm not a salesman for it or anything like that. I get no commissions or anything. But I just think this is one of the, the, the best things I've found. Um, so we can, we'll can we hit that and talk about that at some future uh, future show. Um, you know, I don't see this as much as I used to. But uh, the consistency in your marketing message. You know, if you're going to have brochures, if you're going to have um, business cards, if you're going to have a website, make sure that, that there's some consistency and if you have a logo. Make sure one logo is, is, is what you're going to use. Don't have something different on the website than something different on your business cards. You know, do do have it consistent. I don't see that much anymore. I think <clears throat> a lot of folks are starting to get the, 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 the word that they, they, they've got to be consistent and if they're going to um, get their message out, if they're going to brand themselves, uh, this is a this is what they need to be doing. Um, here's something that uh, I, we may have touched on this a little bit in one of the programs, Nick. Um, mm-hmm. And this is simply this. Get everyone in your law firm on board with your marketing plan. You know, um, if you're solo and you have a secretary, she should know what your marketing plan is. If you're a 10-man firm and you are kind of the, the driving force in, in the marketing arena, you know, get your associates or partners together and say, okay, we have a marketing plan, and this is what we're going to be doing. This is a team effort. You know, uh, here's here's the plan for the first month of, of 2015 or whatever, however you do it. The important thing is that you let everybody uh, become on board, be a part of it. And and here's the thing. We've talked about having paralegals and secretaries having their own business card. Well, you know, if you give your paralegals and your secretaries their own business card, they are going to feel more inclined to follow the business plan because they are a part of of your firm. I see it so many times. You know, you go in and... and, um, you know, the secretaries sit here, the paralegals may sit here, the associates sit here, the partners sit somewhere else, and nobody really is kind of talking to each other. Now, you may have a partner's meeting or, or that type of thing, and, but, and, and maybe one partner is assigned to have meetings with the associates. But, and again, the bigger your law firm, the harder this is to do. But if you're in a small firm, and this is what we're really talking about, it's not that hard to do. Hey, Nick, I think we talked about Oh, was it last week or a couple of weeks ago? Where you, uh, you know, the, the the one firm you were in used to get together and take everybody to a baseball game. Mm-hmm. You know, it was fun. Get people on board. Let let other people uh, in your law firm know what your vision is, where you're going. Instead of just showing up every Monday morning and going to court and doing briefs and having the secretaries uh, do whatever they're doing and the paralegals doing whatever they're doing, you know, get together. Take them out for lunch 
every other week and say, hey, you know, we're going to have instead of and here's something that I've seen a couple firms do, and these are small firms, is is say, you know what, we're not going to stay in the office for our meetings. We're going to go to breakfast, or we're going to take everybody and go to lunch. You know, a couple times a month, we'll just go out and you know have lunch and get to know each other. We're not going to talk. Well, we we can talk about law firm business, but we really don't want to talk about the, the business aspect. You know, we just want to go out and see how you're doing, Nick. How was your weekend, Sue? How was your how was your weekend with your husband? Yeah, I know you were going up to the so and so, and how are things going? And and get everybody become uh, maybe uh, maybe I just coined a term maybe become a family law practice. Mm-hmm. And again, not not the family law. Uh, that everybody would think of, but the family law. Your practice is a family law group. In other words, you're thinking like a family. Of course, sometimes you don't want to think. Maybe that's a bad thing. You know, you, if you got some bad yeah. things, you don't want to. You don't want on to your background and family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. But but think about that. Think in terms of being um, a team, and that's probably the better way to put it. Is you know the team is it, it's together we 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 come together we need to do something um and this is what's going on hey you know what we 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 didn't have a really good month last month and that was because i probably screwed up and there's a lot of stuff going on so this is what we need to do every month now i think we've also touched on this um do do your do your associates and your you know staff have to be out marketing and subtly, if they want to keep their jobs, yes, they do. Why? Because if there's no business coming in, you don't need another paralegal. If there's no business coming in, you don't need that associate. But here's the thing, and this is, I, I see this a lot. You know, law firms bring in an associate, and the associate is expected to do the legal work. No question about that. But you know what? A lot of firms never even talk to an associate about going out and, and bringing in some business. You know they don't they don't talk to them about well you know um, this is this is what we're doing as a law firm as far as getting business oh really I never heard about having to get business because they never told me about that in law school all they told me was you know um, here's a tort here's a contract here's some evidence and out the door and you're a lawyer well you know what it's up to the people in the law firms to start taking these associates aside and saying you know there's more to law uh, more to practicing law than just knowing, you know, the 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 core subjects. It's mm-hmm. how are you going and, to get business? And 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 if, if you take that approach, these young kids coming out, and, and I say young kids because everybody's younger than me. But the other thing is, even people that have are been in a law firm for five, six, seven years, and they leave for whatever reason. A lot of them have never had to to market. They've never had to go out and get to get uh, clients, so guess what you need to do? You need to talk to them about that. And I think, and, and I, I say I think, and I've seen this, when you as a, a the owner of a law firm or the senior partner, whatever you want to call it, uh, takes the time to talk to an associate about why they need to get clients and help the firm grow, because it helps them grow, they're more than willing to do it. But if an, a partner just says, hey, you know what, we haven't been getting any clients lately, go on out and get some clients. The kid scratches his head and he goes, "Oh, okay, I got to go get clients. How do I do that?" Well, 
And Jim, there's another thing too, to a good opportunity here for learning. As you talked about, you have mentioned that, you know, they don't teach these things in school. What they teach you in law school is how not to screw up. And back in the day, you weren't allowed before websites. I mean, it was a phone book ad and that's pretty much it. And nowadays, um, I know at least up there in Illinois, the, um, you know, the, the rules have been amended, specifically comment sections, um, carving out opportunities where, you know, much special how marketing is handled, how different things are. So if you're going to sit down with, you know, because I think a lot of people, you know, are afraid of their associates or paralegals out there because they're afraid they're going to commit some infraction um, and so on and so forth. I think it's good sure. for everyone to sit down and go through and write up, here are the prohibitions and the rules and the things you cannot do, you know, so everyone understands that, but more, here are also the things that we can do, and here's sure. why this is not an unethical practice. Uh, and once, and, you know, once people get more comfortable with that, um, you know, they can go forward. Um, but, you know, going back and looking at those, those rules change frequently, and I'm not sure that, you know, everyone always sits down and reads all the new, you know, ethics and advertising and personal responsibility rules that come out whenever they make a change. So, um, you know, as, you know, as technology changes and everything, you know, the, you know, the ethics rules are slower to adopt, it's a little more conservative uh, approach, but, uh, you know, they're there and um, there's a lot that can be done. Yeah, and, and a lot of the ethics rules, um, uh, the people who make up the, quote, ethics rules, if you will, uh, are really seeing that they need to to get on board. They they see that lawyers are doing things and uh, that that hey lawyers have to get business, you know. And and if lawyers are prevented from getting business because of some archaic ethics rule, then uh, they 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 need to be and they have been changing it quite a bit. But you're right. You got people got to keep up with the old the old way of doing things is no longer the way you need to be doing things. Um, and especially what's changed that obviously is uh, the internet, the instant communications, the websites, the video, all, all the things that go into the, the marketing that we, we talk about so often. Um, you know, and, 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 and really when, when you, and here's something, I know most lawyers have never thought about marketing. Uh, and if they've thought about marketing, they've thought about it in, um, Okay, I've heard about marketing, and that's not for me, and I don't want to do that. And, but if you're going to grow your practice, which I think everybody wants to do, or if you don't want to do it, maybe you uh, think about another profession, but if you want to grow your practice and not just have a job but have an actual law practice, you need to start thinking about how you can grow your practice. Think outside the box. Now, having said that, Okay, there are all kinds of books out there that you can pick up and learn from, and they're not just how to how to run a law office, how to have a law practice. I mean, there's obviously you need some of those things, but there's marketing books out there. John Jantz has a great book called The Referral Engine. Um, Michael Port, um, a lot of these that lawyers wouldn't even think about looking at a couple of years ago because they were marketing books. And these guys who do these marketing books don't know anything about lawyer marketing, so therefore I'm not going to even, you know, look at some of the stuff that, that that's out there. Need to be thinking about, hey, um, I know in my book I, I added um, 
you know, some books that people, not lawyer books, that people can, you know, be looking at. And there's just a ton of them. Bob Berg's Endless Referrals I'm always talking about. Uh, Michael Porter's Book Yourself Solid. Uh, Bill Cates, um, you know, Get More Referrals, Don't Keep Me a Secret. Michael Gerber's The E-Myth Attorney. There are, and, of course, The E-Myth, and then he brought that down to the E-Myth Attorney. But these are books that lawyers need to um, be be taking a look at uh, and, and, and thinking of about well, you know, maybe, just maybe, there's an idea in there I'm gonna try. Now, if that doesn't work, well, okay, now how do how do we find out if that doesn't work? That goes back to our tracking. If you're going to do certain certain things, make sure you're tracking what you are doing. And uh, you know, what I've just said said just, just this morning for a half hour is all very simple stuff. And but here's the thing, lawyers don't do it for a number of reasons, and one of the reasons is they never thought about doing it. So I guess, you know, you and I and some of the other folks who do a lot of this stuff, uh, for lack of a better term, are on a crusade to get some of these guys to go, yep, you know, this is what I should be doing, and uh, I'm going to listen. It may take 20 times a week. You know, we've been talking about certain things over the course of the last, what you said, 30 weeks, and so we've talked about over and over again, and, you know, um, Maybe at some point in time, if you will, it'll it'll resonate with a, a lawyer and he goes, you know, I've heard that six times from Jim. I heard that six times from Nick. And you know what? Maybe I ought to give that a shot. You know, repetition, repetition, repetition. Um, you know, what is marketing? It's telling people over and over again what you can do for them. Think about that for just a minute. It's not telling people what you can do, but what you can do for them. And so what we're doing is talking about things over and over again about what we can do for you. And, and I hope some of you will you'll take some of that to heart. Um, again, uh, you know, the, the book I wrote, I wrote specifically for lawyers. But most of the stuff, 90% of what's in there, it, it's not just strictly for lawyers. But the reason I wrote the book was I knew lawyers weren't reading books on getting referrals. You know, I'd, I'd I'd say to a lawyer, well, listen, here's a great book you ought to you ought to think about Bob Berg's Endless Referrals. Okay, Jim, that's great. You know, a couple of weeks later, did you did you ever order a book? No. Or yeah, I ordered a book. Thanks, Jim. Did you look at it? Well, I haven't gotten around to it yet. So I said, okay, maybe if I write a book strictly for lawyers that says, hey, lawyers, this is what you need to do. Maybe they'll read it, and, and it's been fairly well received. The people that have um, um, have read it, have, have, have commented that it's it's a pretty good book, and uh, and then of course the next question is, oh, it's a pretty good book. What are you doing? Are you doing any of the things suggested in there? Uh, I'm going to get around to it eventually. Okay, fine. You know the old. I will get to it. And at this point is where I say, okay, take some money, use it to outsource something. Now this mm-hmm. is an interesting concept. Instead of taking all the budget for the marketing, I mean, there's a lot of stuff people can do in-house. There's a lot that can be delegated to staff. But when you hire someone outside, and I don't care what it's for, you know, something in the marketing and business development arena, and I don't care how much money it is, but when you start that marketing budget and you start committing part of your, you know, earnings to that, you're, mm-hmm. you're committing to things getting done because otherwise, if you're left to yourself, I mean, I'm my own worst enemy. You know, I, I sit here working on my clients' blogs all day long. I write about really interesting practice areas and interesting things in the law, and I don't have, to, I don't, and I don't do it myself. You know, my own stuff. 
<laughs> so, um, you yep. know, we really need to, I need to hire a me, you know, um, but really just <laughs> sitting down and committing to it because otherwise it's all good. And again, just to come full circle on this, one of the biggest mistakes that I personally think that lawyers make in marketing is setting a plan, setting it in motion, and then letting it go to the wayside and then trying to pick it up here and there and kind of, you're never really doing a full, a full effort. And, um, you know, yeah. some, some firms can do that and they do it successfully. And those are usually the bigger firms that they can, you know, really assess, um, you know, how different staff members are doing things and you can assign and delegate more. But for the smaller firms, um, you know, it's, it's a tough go. So, you know, and I, I found a lot of people who have uh, repurposed and, uh, and ask each other, you know, people who are paying big money to some of the big uh, law firm vendors, we all know who they are. I'm not going to say their name, but we all know. Um, you know, a lot of people end up saying, well, I'm not, I don't know, I'm spending all this money and things haven't really changed. So, you know, reallocate your budget, you know, take some of the money off that, you know, repurpose the budget, spend it somewhere else, you know, and uh, try something like that. But this monkey see, monkey do approach is really not getting it done for a lot of people. And unfortunately, too many people just talk to each other. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? You know, uh, so mm-hmm. anyway, it's a <laughs> yeah. lot of good points for this, Jim. I appreciate that. Well, you know, an interesting thing, too, people ask, what are you doing? And they'll say, well, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And, you know, the next question is, well, how's that working out for you? Well, first of all, I'm not giving any trade secrets, and probably I don't know how it's working for me because I haven't tracked it. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you, know, right. you know, I got this great website that so-and-so built for me, and, and how's that working out for you? Well, I don't know because I don't know who's calling and who's leaving their name or any of the other stuff that we should be tracking. So you need to start now, tracking now, what's and, going And then we're talking about tracking this stuff, and then we're over our time here. But as we're talking about tracking these things, have to remember that that with marketing, the return on investment is, is difficult because we're never quite sure, you know, we, mm-hmm. unless we could see into the blueprint and everything going on with the algorithms and the search engines and all this, or the, you know, d- d- dive into people's heads, you know, what makes people call a law firm and hire them versus looking at their website and cruising on to someone else. There's so many variables involved, you know, and as a, a friend, a mutual friend of ours, Nancy always said, uh, you know, maybe it's the gestalt of all these things, you know, meaning that the sum of all the, you know, smaller activities, it all comes together and works in a system. So have faith, but, you know, look at those numbers and try to, uh, you know, do much attribution as possible. But, uh, you know, at some point it's like banging your head up against a brick wall. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Totally. Hey, uh, Jim, so, before we uh, say, say goodbye, you want to give the folks out there your email again one more time? Sure. It's uh, jetjet at lawyersmarketingresource.com. All right, very good. Get it off to uh, me, and I'll send you an ebook right away. All right, sounds good. Some upcoming shows and things we might talk about, as Jim and I kind of chatted or before the show today, a couple of thoughts I had. Reputation management and how to clean up Facebook. Um, cumulative content and repurposing things. Uh, you know, we write blogs and do all this activity and do these radio shows, and uh, you know, they're just kind of floating out there in the in the universe. Let's package them together and do something with them. So, you know, maybe something like that for next week. Okay, we'll talk later. Okay, everybody have a all super right. week, and we'll talk to you next Monday. All right. This again is Nick Augustine from Lone Star Content Marketing in Denton, Texas. I want to thank you all for listening to this episode of Law Talk Radio. Goodbye, everybody.